You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Talk Game League. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Sunday with the Kiwis. And uh, the boys are absolutely firing tonight after a absolutely heroic comeback by the boys. And uh, the smile from ear to ear is going to be evident on our boys tonight. Uh, Sunday with the Kiwis is brought to you by Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy. Be the coach and win. Download the app and play now. Right, I'll bring them in. Smiles from ear to ear, shooter. How are we going, bro? And uh, I bet you're still fizzing, mate, and still sweating. I am. I had to have a had to have a cold shower. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, mate. I think uh, I think the sweat's still dripping off my palms. To be honest, I think the shaking's just stopped. But uh, what were you doing? Going, mate. Uh, oh, but a bit of absolutely anything and everything, bro. Uh, and oh yeah, Jay Warrior. How are you, man? And uh, I bet you're still uh, still fizzing, man. Oh, I was pumped. Yeah, it's uh. I don't know. We've had a couple of ripping wins against uh, Cronulla and our day, eh? and both times involved Sean Johnson. So, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was good. It was yeah. ripping good. I don't know if you've seen the photo that's just come up on uh, social media, but it's got Sean Johnson holding Nico in his arms like he's his new daddy, and I think he probably is. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll get into it anyway, boys. What we're going to do tonight, uh, thank you for everyone for, for listening in tonight and, and jumping on the potty. Um, get your questions in. We're going to answer them very shortly, but what we're going to do is we're going to crack straight on with the Warriors chat. I think it has to be addressed straight away. Probably for me, one of the best games I think I've ever seen, and definitely one of the best games I've ever seen uh, from, a, from a Warriors side just... You know, 20 nil down, everyone was probably, you know, head in hands and just going, oh, no, here we go again, here we go. And the Sharks, they did look really good, uh, to be fair. They, they looked good in the Warriors. We really didn't start well, but, man, that second half, I just, I don't know, the boys just clicked. I don't know what happened in the changing room at halftime, but, man, they just come out in the second half and absolutely tore the Sharks a new one. You know, both sides just going at it, you know, end-to-end footy, exciting, exhilarating, a it was just pretty crazy. So, man, it was yeah, awesome. Shooter, what was your take on it, man? Because uh, I just couldn't sit still. Yeah, after that first half, I was like, oh, here we go. This is Warriors from last year showing their face. But then we scored a couple of tries, and I was like, oh, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not too bad. We'll see, we'll see what happens after after half time. But I was not expecting a win. But it was funny after after half time they said that Webster was just like really calm and and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And the Warriors just come out in the second half. I thought Nico played actually quite not very well in the second half. He made, he, he almost looked like he was panicking, kicking early and they weren't very yeah. good kicks. And mm-hmm. he was sliding through tackles easily in the first half and he just wasn't wasn't able to do it. The rain rain probably didn't help him. But um, SJ just turned it on and, and the bald bash brothers were just – carving them up the middle so yeah yeah i, th- I think That's jazz good. was a, i think jazz was a really good fill in for toy tonight he just absolutely killed it in the middle you know it's such a little fella but he just 
just dominates it in the middle, you know, against those big, big boys. He just, no fear, just hits it up and just doesn't care about his own well-being. Hey, uh, Jay Warrior, what are your thoughts on Tavanga, man? Pretty good fill-in for Tohu, eh? not, not quite the ball player Tohu is, but, man, he just does the work in the middle. Yeah, they're going to be the key because we're going to end up with the best bench in the NRL this season. When you look at our bench at if we were one to seventeen, and that's what you've got to remember, we were missing a couple of players tonight. But it was good to t- see Joshy Curran come on and really rip in. He's um, been told that he needs to lift his game, and especially in defence. So I could. A- so it was interesting because when we heard that, I was sort of like, "Oh, I don't really notice that sort of stuff." But I noticed tonight, mm-hmm. and he was really fighting to win those tackles. Yep. And then that try where he ran hard and just bashed over the line. So yep. our bench when we're one to seventeen would consist of Curran, Walker, Jazz, um and Ali. And, and Ali. Yeah, so mm. that's a that's a pretty strong bench. And the energy that those two, especially Walker and Tavaga bring, is just immense. And in the second half, it was like one of those old school games where you're playing in Wellington and you've got the wind, you're running downhill and yeah, it was like the Warriors, like, yeah, boys, we've got them where we want. Let's just pump them. And they just ran harder and faster. And, yeah, it was like a sense of inevitability in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll go back to the interchange. You know, like um, Dylan Walker, he plays in the middle. He can play hooker. He can play 5'8". He can play centre. He played pretty much played anywhere. Six. If there's any problems, you know, as I said, when Volkman went off, he just went straight in there. Okay, yes, they were under the pump a bit there, but it's just the versatility of him. You know, he can go pretty much anywhere, and that's what you want in a, you know, in a number fourteen off your bench. He just fills in wherever, and he, and he really does a good job. And it looked yeah. like they did that tactically yeah. at the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When it off, wasn't injured. Yeah. yeah, no, I just said no. walk is a better option. Mm. We need him on the park, yeah. just defensively. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, yeah, it was a uh, unbelievable. I'm uh, sort of still a bit, but. But uh, gobsmacked for words, to be honest. I still sort of trying to come to terms with it because I was we, not expecting it. We probably had a little bit more on the line than some people as well because there was, there was a little bit of lip going on, wasn't there? You know, I think <laughs> when it was, uh, it might have been 20 to 6, and uh, we got, oh, oh, that's good. I'm pleased because I've got SJ in my team, so I'm quite happy you got to try a sister. It was very, and then, oh, this is our best team, and you know, you, you guys are doing quite well. It was very patronizing. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, apparently TK's coming back to New Zealand. May's coming back to live and pledging his allegiance to the Warriors. He's getting his jersey yeah. tomorrow, number seven, Big Johnson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's trying to save his money now so that he can get SJ in his team rather than Nico. Yeah. Ho- hopefully he comes over when the Warriors play the Sharks and, at Mount Smart. That'll, um, be, that'll be a good one. Shooter, are we allowed to sort of say what your wife had to say on the game tonight? (laughs) It's on on Facebook, mate. All right. I'll just read it for the punters in case they don't have it. This is uh, from Mrs. Uh, Shooter. It says, over the course of our relationship, Shooter and I have had several moments which to me have seemed to be a highlight. We've got engaged, married, sold houses, bought houses, had two beautiful girls, overseas holidays and so forth. Never have I ever seen him so genuinely excited, over the moon, happy and in love as I just have witnessed in the past half an hour. Shout out to the Warriors for making a comeback from 20-0 loss to winning the game. Now I know what true love is. So uh, you you could be in the dog box shooter, but I'm pretty sure you know how to get out of that. (laughs) 
any any, yeah. any words for for your lovely wife, Shooter, for those lovely comments? It was a very good post from her. She's very, very <laughs> she's very she's very fun. She's a very funny lady. Good looking and funny. You don't always get that. Very very true. No. All right, lads. Well, I think uh, I think we've all pledged how much we love the Warriors and that little bit of segment of the chat there. We'll we'll get into some 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 fantasy footy. Um, we'll go straight into. Uh, some some questions here. I'm just going to have a look and see who has got any questions. Just all Warriors loving here. Absolutely outstanding. Um, here's one from Scott Fry, which I think is actually really um, really fitting. The Warriors' calm self-belief was the best, and uh, it's the Webster effect again. I've been saying it all season. He just brings a sense of calmness to the team. And what we said before about in the sheds where Webster was very calm and very you know, controlling or controlling controlled. He just knew what his boys could do. I think, you know, he knows what they can do. The players know what they can do. And they've, you know, as I said in the in the live potty last week in Auckland, they've all just brought into Webster's um Webster's game plan. And I think that they're all that they all just know what they can do. Uh Jay Warrior, what are your thoughts on that, mate? You do you agree with that, bro? Yeah, I think you summed it up really nicely. Um yeah, sometimes just having that new new voice in the sheds and then when you start performing on that like had we been one and four at the start of the season all of a sudden you start looking at your mate going have we is this for real what's going on mm. but because we're four and one now as i say like they just didn't look panicked at 20 nil down and they just said right let's get in it and then they get a couple of tries and all of a sudden the roll on and and they just know that they're all fired up and it's being led from the front from um sj i just thought it was unbelievable mm-hmm. tonight yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, definitely, Scott. I think, um, yeah, just just calm. It's good, mate. You know, Warriors would have been panicking in the last few years, and this year they're, they're just a totally different team, mate. Uh, we'll go straight here to one from Lee Will Lee Y Gilbert, an actual an actual fantasy question for finally. Uh, Torhu and Carrigan to Clary and Walsh sideways. He's got no wing fullback guns or any cover in that position. Up the wires we on, and Mulatali won't be saying a lot after that. Shooter. Your thoughts on those trades, bro? Do you like them, or do you think it's a little bit sideways and maybe wasting a couple? Uh, oh, to be honest, it's probably not too bad. Don't know, don't know how long Tohu's out for. It doesn't look like it'll be too long, mm. but who actually knows at the moment? And Carrigan, uh, he just like he he's playing well, but he's just not scoring to what his ceiling could be fantasy wise. Mm. So I, I don't actually mind trading him out if you can. As long as you can sort of cover that um, point of difference that he makes, but um, Walsh looks like he's going to go really well. You're probably going to get a have a little bit of cash here as well, and and Cleary's going to keep scoring well. So I don't I don't mind that. If you've got no gun wing fullbacks, you probably do need some. Mm, yep, yep, yep. So you can pull the trigger on those ones, mate. Oh, I don't mind them, man. I think I don't hate it. Eh? Yeah, especially if it's got no good wing fullbacks. I'm not I'm not a great. Like eyeliners look like he looks gun, and I wish he was still um, a warrior. But and he looks awesome playing for the Broncos. But fantasy wise, he's just getting fifties, and he's doing heaps. And he's they've had a soft draw the last three weeks. You know, like to get fifty four, and you're only playing the Tigers. You know, and then the week before, so I don't know. I I could pass. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm going to chase Walsh this season. He's a pass for me. Mm. Um, and I just think if you're going to spend your money on guns, you want to guarantee the minimum score they're going to get is 50. And yep. with Carrigan, I'm a Carrigan owner as well. I just got to think 
We can't panic. Every player has mm. a dud game now and then. It's If they have two dud games, get rid of them. But this is yep. one dud game. Just Mm-mm. let it slide. They played a soft team, and he's the sort of player they need to play the stronger teams against because that's when he yep. comes into the fore. He was yeah. more on the attacking side of the ball last night as well than he was on the on the defensive yep. side. So, he and he played, less, he played less than minutes. So, mm, mm, yeah, mm. and it's obviously pretty obvious that, last night. Yeah, it's pretty obvious here that Haas is going to play those big minutes like he did last week, uh, last night. You know, and I think that you know, um, I don't think you can fault them really. And I'm, I'm a Carrigan owner. I'm going to hold him as as Jay Warrior said to give him another look. I don't think it, we need to rush to sell him. So, uh, Leo, I hope that's answered your question, bro. Uh, all right, we'll move on to – oh, actually, I'll get into here the next uh, live pod in, in Brisbane. So the next live podcast will be Saturday, 6th of May at Magic Round. Uh, Jay Warrior, I think you're the only Kiwi heading over for that one, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, Magic Round weekend. So meet and greet the boys from 12 o'clock, and the live podcast will start from 1 o'clock. Our venue is Lefty's Music Hall uh, in Caxton Street across the road from Suncorp Stadium. Come out and hang out with TK, Andy, Corby, Riley, Rich, Jake, Robbo, and Sean. Entry is free, but just get in early for some banter and some beers. Our first game of the day is 3 o'clock. Uh, the mighty uh, minor premiership contenders, the Warriors versus the Panthers, which uh, if it was anything like tonight, the Warriors would win by 50. Um <laughs> Right, we'll get into the studs anyway. Shooter, we'll start with you, man. Um, and you just mentioned before, Reese Walsh, 54 points. What are your thoughts there, bro? Oh, like like Jay Warrior said, his probably for what his attacking output was, his fantasy score wasn't huge, but he's still got a 54. And that was with three triasses, two tackle breaks, uh, two line breaks, uh, three triasses, two line breaks, two line break assists, six tackle breaks, and 194 run metres. So he, he did have a very heavy attacking um, mm. game, but he, were, he was cramping up a bit and spent about the last 10 or so on the wing also. Yep. So probably missed a few points there. Um, if if the Broncos get into a tight game, I don't probably see him scoring that well, but for this week he was definitely a stud. He carved up the Tigers. Yeah, yep, definitely, mate. Totally agree with that one. Were you a bit worried when he started cramping up? You thought he might have done a calf, especially, you know, he's keeping up with... Uh, <laughs> yeah, with, it looked like he'd done a, yeah, it looked like he'd done a hammy or something, eh? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know, but then it was just cramped and spent the last 10 on the wing, so... He needed the pickle juice, mate. Yep. Jay Warrior, uh, Sean Johnson can't go past oh. your man, SJ, man. Uh, I think he's got where to hear the Nico, man. Oh, 89, how good was it? 89 points, you little ripper. I think he's going to go up $78,000 this week. So if you haven't got him, just save your money. And instead of getting Nico, you know, if you'd have got Nico this week and didn't have SJ, you just cost yourself 21 points. So um, he, I, I just think that um, man should have called it Dally M, you know, like he'll be probably on top of the Dally M after this week. And yeah. Yeah, just fantasy studs. And the thing is, like, his base is off the charts. He kicked for 670 metres today. So what's that, 32 points in Mm. kicks, 24 tackles. He's up to 56. And then you start adding in that he's got an attacking game with two try assists, two line break, assist, a try, offload. What can't he do? So... Absolute stud, and I am so pleased that I picked him up early, that yeah. early doors because he was a bargain. I think he started the season around five hundred thousand or something. Yeah, he was. He was cheap, man. Yeah. Did he? Uh, yeah. Looked at the stats. Did any missed tackles tonight, Jay Warrior? Or the big yeah, fat just one. Yep. Oh, yep, just one. So you know, again, tackle efficiency is way up there, and mm. not only that, like 
He's been getting the big boppers run at him. Last week he had uh, kick out, and this week he had um, Talakai Wilton. Oh, Talakai, yeah, yeah. sorry, yes. And just you know, it doesn't phase him. He is a hard defender these days. I don't know what's mm. changed. <laughs> He's bit the Warriors. That's what's changed. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, moving to my one, and my one's actually a funny one. It's Josh King, the middle forward from the Storm, seventy-one points, and. Last four games, 77, 49, four, I'm sorry, last five games, 77, 49, 41, 69, 71, averaging 61.4 for the season. Um, he's only 7.6% ownership, and he's he's going to be a really nice pod for those that own him. I, I told people he was a trap at the start of the year, and I told people to steer away from him for the for the real fact of just last year's performances, you know, um, in 2022, only averaged 35.2, and he only had his high score of 55. Um, the big difference this year is, is his attacking stats. They're just totally reversed, and um, he's just got plenty of attacking stats for his last year. All he did was run and tackle, and that was it, and, and he played about the 60, 65-odd minutes. But this year, you know, he's gaining plenty of points um, in, in the attacking stats, um, and he's also going to still make plenty of money. Um and he actually could be pretty cheeky during Origin um, when they've got a couple of guys out there. I know Big Nass is, is, is injured, but I still don't think that's going to take away um, the minutes that Josh King's getting. I still think he's going to get the minimum 60 minutes. He's actually looking really good. So if you want to have a look at him, um, he's around that 600k mark. Maybe he's probably getting a little bit too expensive, but if you want to have a little crack at a middle pod, Josh King's probably not a bad shout if you if you want to have a go. Um, all right, we'll move into some more uh, some more questions here. Um, yeah, Howard Wall. Um, yeah, mate, Kerrigan did go. I think pretty sure, certain it was because of the blowout, and um, they were they were giving the Tigers a bit of a caning. So so Kerrigan got a bit of a spell. Hence why I think Jay Warrior and I will be holding him. Uh, as I said, through those harder games, I think he's going to get the more minutes made. And, and as I said, wasn't quite so many tackles last night. So, um, yeah, I don't think there's too much of an issue holding Pat Kerrigan, to be fair. Uh, James Gilbert, what to do with Torhu? Held him this week just in case, and it didn't pay off. Uh, Shooter, would you hold Torhu if you had him, Bo? Uh, I'd wait and see if there's any more news on him, because when he comes back, he's probably still going to play decent minutes. And in that Warriors pack and the way he plays... Uh, you're still going to get good scores out of him. Um, if it's any longer than another week, though, I would be considering to sell him. But the talk was two weeks, and I would probably... We've got Newcastle next week, which... Sorry, Paddy, but it's probably going to be another easy win, and <laughs> he probably won't play that one either. And the thing about... Give him a rest. Yeah, I, I think you can probably hold him, because he's going to be valuable for those buy rounds. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't play next week, I think the Parramatta Eels play the game afterwards, so you could straight swap him out for Meadow. And Meadow mm. seems Ooh, to be like a real that, form player at the moment. Yeah, that's so, a good call, mate. And that's then it gives you a bit of a juicy pot as well, so you can sort of have a dollar each way. If he turns up and yep. plays, you'll know early. And if not, just yeah. switch him over to Meadow. Yeah, I don't. I can't see Meadow playing Origin this year either. I don't. I just don't think he's going to play this year. He was sort of on the fringe last year, and he, you know. But I, I don't think. I think he would be another valuable one over over Origin. So, yeah, James, I hope that's answered your question, man. If, if uh, just keep an eye on next week, mate. See if he plays, and if he doesn't, maybe have a look at uh, at Ryan Madison's pretty same same sort of price, I believe. Uh, one here. This is not a bad one from from Kim Markia. Evening, mate. Um, is it good to trade out Cartwright and bring in Bloor? Now. 
Yeah, this isn't a bad option because I think Sean Lane is probably due back next week, I believe. So I, I'm thinking that Cartwright probably goes back to the bench and they go with a, a Lane uh, Lane Meadow Hopgood, the back three there. Uh, I think Cartwright will stay in the 17. I just don't know what sort of minutes he will get. Just have a look at his BE as well. If he's maybe might be able to make himself a little bit more money. But Bloor actually uh, looked pretty good for the Tigers. I think he scored... Uh, Jay Warrior, you're an owner of Sean Bloor, 61. Eh? 61. Nah. No, uh, not 60. yep. 61. Yeah. He, mm. he, he went off, didn't he? he? He was offloading, doing all sorts. And the only good thing for us non-owners was that he wasn't named. And so I don't think anyone had him really set in their lineup. Mm. So, mm. Um, mm-hmm. If he was in the 17, Jay Warrior, and you had Cartwright, would you go down to Bloor for some cash? It's probably a, I can't, I'm off the top of my head. If Bloor's still under 300k, you'd probably make a good couple hundred grand in the bank. I think you'll find he's over 300k, and he definitely will be after this week. But the problem yep. is, is that Tigers are a bit of a hot mess, and it's, mm. I think Sheen said it, he's not sure they'll beat the bye. Um, <laughs> so, and you've still got players like Joe O is nowhere to be seen. Yep. Um, yep. He wasn't named in the 17, so he's obviously not one of the favoured players. He definitely looked good. Um, if you can hold him at the bottom of your squad, he might be worth picking up. But if you're going to need his points, I don't know if I'd be relying on him every week. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I, I, yeah so. I don't think he's a cash-out option anymore. His, his mm. price is going to probably go up too, too much. Yep. Um, but uh, unless the Tigers start him, which I think they need to play Bateman at 13, and probably get Bloor onto that edge because he was arguably their best player last night. So Yeah, yeah. Good player, Bateman, yeah. Yep. So yeah, Kim, I hope that's answered your question, mate. I'll probably be looking elsewhere for a cash up for Cartwright or even trying to go up because he's maybe gonna be over five hundred grand now, Bryce Cartwright. So yeah, maybe have a look uh north of or north of his price. Uh, Talking League's partnering with Game Day Squad to create our own official fantasy league competition commencing, oh, sorry, already commenced. Uh, to celebrate, we're giving away 10K over the next, uh, or sorry, 7.5K now over the next three weeks uh, from Game Day Squad. So get ready, register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app and play. Um, stay tuned to our podcast this week um, with further updates. Uh, I'll make sure that the uh, Game Day Squad code is in the show notes. Um so just keep an eye on that um, and yeah, register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au and simply, they'll certainly download the app to get started. Just hit us up on the socials if you're not sure what you're doing there and we, we can all help you out with that one. We'll go straight into our duds and Jay Warrior, TK's boy, Katoni Staggs, only the 28 points and he's still got two tries and only 28, bit of a dud. Yeah, don't dream it's over. Hey now, hey now, stag owners, sell him. He is... <laughs> uh, yeah, 28 points, and he got two tries. And one of those was the famous last three-minute try that he seems to have got the last three weeks. He's a tough watch. Uh, you've got as much money as you're going to get out of him. Sell when he's high and buy someone that's not going to give you a cardiac arrest every week thinking he's killed me, he's killed me, he's killed me, and then at the last minute he reaches his break-even. But if I was a Stags owner, I would get off him. Nice. 
Yeah, totally agree. I actually thought I wasn't watching the points during the game. I actually thought he scored probably double that. He just looked good in that last sort of half hour, but he still made a few mistakes and there were still a few errors there, you know, a few missed tackles. So still not quite getting, uh, hitting the levels that we would hope, especially for two tries. Now, Maya Dud, someone that we spoke about during the week and a few people pondered bringing him in, and that's Brendan Hands. Played about 45 minutes for only 16 points. So still not, uh, as far as I'm we still not in the top 30. So um, I would definitely be staying well away from him. Uh, he's a cash out, but a massive trap because we don't know what's happening. As I said, put out a 16-point effort uh, uh, in their game the other night and, and played a decent amount of minutes that I would have thought he would have actually you know, scored fairly well after his first night night's outing the other week. So for me, Brendan Hands is definitely a dud and, and don't go anywhere near him because he's not only a dud, but he's, he's a trap as well. Uh, shooter. Another man that uh, we all thought might go a bit better than us, a Harley Smith Shields, four points. Shocker. <laughs> yep. And I feel really stupid because I got rid of Alamonte <laughs> in round two <laughs> and kept Harley Smith Shields because I thought his base was going to be better. So, um, yeah, he had a terrible game. I don't know if he's going to keep his spot after that. Five missed tackles, three errors, and 66 run metres is about the gist of what he done. Uh, he just didn't look comfortable at all. Maybe if he got on the wing and he had to return the ball or something every now and then, because he, he's like a little nuggety guy. He should break some tackles, yeah. but I don't know. He's, the Raiders aren't going that well, and, mm. and he's not going that well either. It can't be good for his confidence, but uh, if you had to play him this week, I really feel for you. I didn't, fortunately, is in my emergencies, and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to get rid of him, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Just wait for someone to pop up, mate. I'm sure someone will pop up and uh, you're about to do a straight swap to a little cashy there, bro, hopefully. We'll move into some more questions here. Nice one here from, uh, where are we? Dwayne Fatiriri. Now that Hines has been owned by SJ, would you suggest going DCE down to SJ? Jay Warrior, I'm going to let you speak to this because he's your boy and uh, I'm sure you'll have a pretty good comment here. Yeah. Um, I reckon this was the round where I thought I was going to make heaps of ranks on people because a lot of those guys that people had were stinking up the joint and DCE was honestly one of those this mm. week. That he was just going awful and then it went to Golden Point and somehow he just got points and he ended up on 50. Um if you've got DCE, I think it's sideways. It's a little bit of an improvement, obviously, because, A, you get some good eye candy. You get uh, to watch a team that wins every week, and it's just great to watch. But it will cost you a trade, and it's probably the greatest thing that we at Talking League are known for is not telling people to hold trades because that's not our business. Our business is having people thinking about trades all the time. So do it. <laughs> yeah, so Dwayne, I hope that's answered your question, man. I actually don't think it's a bad move. So yeah, I'd go DC and SJ. Just um, bear in mind, uh, DC plays Origin, so you get on SJ soon, and uh, he doesn't play. So there you go. Uh, where are we going? I'll try and Jeremud uh, O'Keefe. Hopefully, I've pronounced your name right there, mate. What would you do with Tommy Talau? He's out. If he's out much longer, would you try and who would you bring in for him? Now, this to be fair, I don't think there's too many around his price. I 
I got rid of him oh, a couple of weeks back. I'm not even sure what his price is now. I think he's what around that 300k. I would probably just just hold for now, mate. I think he's gonna be back next week. Um, but just wait for someone to come around that that might be a cash or a cash cow uh, around his price, man. I just don't think there's anyone viable to really go to, eh? He's only 226k. Oh, okay, yeah, nah. <laughs> oh, mate, I, I'd, yeah, I'd be holding there, um, holding You've there, got mate. No choice. I'd just, yeah, I just, there's no one to go to, unfortunately, man. So I would just, you just have to hold him, just let him rot for a little while, uh, and uh, and use him as a loop if, if you can when he's not when he's not playing. I'm not sure if he's going to get straight back into this Tigers side. If he scores any less, they're going to take him off the app soon. <laughs> 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 uh, one from our boy Ramika. He was going on about cardboard shoulders last week and how much pain it was causing oh. him, and it sounds like it's causing him more pain tonight. Uh, Marnie, is he a sell shooter? I think we told him to do it last week, and he didn't listen to us. Oh, like I don't mind Marnie, but he doesn't. I'm just having a look at. I, I was just trying to quickly get some stats up for tonight, but. Um, yeah, there's probably definitely better hooking options that are a bit more consistent than than old Reed. Um, he just, I wouldn't say he misses heaps of tackles because he is a good defensive hooker, but he misses tackles fantasy-wise. He does he does the old slows them down or drops off the tackle, so it doesn't help for your points. Um, if you mm. if you can get another decent hooker, uh, I would. What about your boy Egan? He got another try tonight. He did, but he only scored 46. Uh, yeah, 48. And he's 48. not his boy anymore either. Yeah, I know he's not, but the, the fact that what, is that four, four games in a row he scored a try? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Far out, Shooter. You got on one of my anytime try score, mate. You would have been laughing. No, oh, I missed it. I didn't take him tonight. <laughs> to oh. consider it. So, Ramik, I hope that's answered your question, bro. I'd be getting rid of uh, old cardboard shoulders, mate. Flick him off to the, to the, to the emergencies, bro, and grab someone else. Uh, MJ Sakalia, any cheap centres that we would recommend, boys? Anyone that we're sort of uh, looking at that may still be of, of 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 interest to get before they go 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 north, or we sort of uh, got to be a little bit careful with the centres. Oh, I've got cheap centres like STDs. Yeah. There's no I've gone gun centre. I've gone the old gun centre. Uh, Strategy. So I've got Jack Bird mm. and Lemuelu. Uh, yeah, so nice. I'm not. Um, yeah, my cheap centre didn't work. Obviously, as I mentioned yep. before, in Harley Smith Shields. Yep. yep. Um, and there's not yeah. many options at the moment. These, yeah, there's no real cheap ones. He's eh? not that cheap, is he? Who's that? Sorry, Lemuelu. He's, he's yeah. He's, he's going to be probably over 500k now. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, nah, MJ, I, I just don't think there's too many real cheap centres around, mate. You might just have to try and carry on with who you've got or try and upgrade to a gun, mate, because there's not really any decent cheapies around, unfortunately, bro. Um, here's an interesting here, one from Mary. I'll take this one as a Tarpany owner. Played reduced minutes. Again, I, I didn't see too much of this game, but I was a bit disappointed with a, what, a 46 from Tarpany. Probably let me down a little bit this week. I'm just wondering what's going through Sticky's head again this year. I mean, Tarpany's sort of their, their alpha in their pack, and they're just not getting the minutes. I think Ricky Stewart's just a little bit too old school in his coaching, and I just I don't know what's going on, man. Like, Tarpany should be playing 60 minutes, like I said in the preseason, but Ricky Stewart's just not giving him the minutes. I'm going to keep him. 
Um, he did hit his BE by uh, he went four points over his BE, so he's not going to lose you any cash. But just remember, he yeah he can be a bit up and down. So just uh, you know his scores haven't been that bad, but this week could have just let me down. But I, for me, I'm going to hold him. So I think you probably should too, Mary. Um, what have we got here? Well, here we go. One from Ted. Evening, Ted. Tedesco and Dewey out this week. Going to get a good half in Cleary rather than the poser Hines. Cheaper Schmidt's and uh, Josh King, like I talked about. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I think uh, Josh King's a bit of a goal, to be honest. I said that before. Um, Teddy and Dewey, yeah, I don't mind those. Teddy's probably or highly likely going to be out this week. So there's a big gun that's going to be missing uh, at the back. And, and Dewey's just not not performing at fullback. He really didn't look happy in that Tigers game either. And I just don't think it's happy times for not only the Tigers, but Adam Dewey. So I think I actually don't mind Teddy and Dewey out. Uh, it's not a bad play. And as I said, Teddy's going to be playing Origin. He's going to not be playing this week. And Dewey, I don't think you want to touch until he goes back to the halves. Hopefully by then, if he does go back to the halves, he'll have that wing fullback duel. So that's my aim. Is If Dewey does go back to the halves, I'll be picking him up because I think he's going to be oh, pretty cheap. Shoot I've, got a, say, bro? I've got a cheaper schmid, which may be one to keep an eye on for this week, is if James Fisher-Harris is going to be out, say, three, three or four weeks and mm, Lindsay yes. Smith... Gets a gets a start maybe. He looked yep. outstanding the other night when I could tell who was who between him and old uh, Pop <laughs> Zach Hoskins. So I wonder if they got really like twins. Get them both, and then you just cheer for any blonde-headed guy going towards the line. Yeah, he, he was outstanding. As well, on, you can have the triple. He was outstanding on defense. He got fifty-two in thirty-five minutes, and it was basically all base. So um, I was very impressed, and I'll be keeping an eye on that as an option this week. The other, the other option is um, if you're a dog that likes to go back to its vomit, it sort of answers Tyler's question as well, is Brandon Smith. He looked far fitter, but I don't know. I really struggle. I went back to Mahoney twice last year and felt sick both times. And I just feel <laughs> like if I go back to Smith, it could be going back to the vomit twice for the same result. And yeah, but... At 500,000, he does look good, and he's got that jewel, which is quite uh, mm. interesting as well. Yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on. Now, obviously, he's not going to play Origin. He's pretty handy. I have to look back at the stats, and I think he got some pretty decent minutes um, the other night. Then. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at his stats. Um, I I couldn't do it. It would be like the sixth time I've traded in the cheese in like the last <laughs> two, two years, so it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't be good for my uh, mental health. But um, I'm, just, I'm just having a look at his minutes for the other night, and he played 68 minutes. So yeah, see, what was a, his? What did he score, Tudor? 48. High 40s. 48. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. One here from Hobby Port Marty. The boys in the Waz jerseys, looking beautiful. How good? Yep, we're all pretty happy. We're all fizzing still, and uh, I'll be be lucky if I sleep tonight. I've got an early start in the morning. Um. Right. Oh, yes. Here we go. Tamati Martin from uh, from Jaden Wall. Tamati Martin, is he a trade or do we see how he is and if he's named this week? I, what are your thoughts there, Jay Warrior? If you're an owner of Tamati, do we hold him or are you going to look to flick yeah, him off? If I was an owner, I'd be holding here. Yeah, I'm an owner and he's a hold till after the first buy because that first buy, he's dual position. So uh, you should have two halves because you'll have SJ as one. And who will be your second half? Cleary, I don't think Panthers play, plus 
Cleary might not back up. So you might mm. need a second half. And if yep. not, you're definitely going to need a third wing fullback because, um, yeah, so I think you hold him just for that. He's not going to make a million dollars and he's not yep. going to, you know, he's just going to hang around. He's, he's mm. got money to make at the moment as well. He just had that 52 weeks ago. Yep. So. yep, yep. Jules handy as well. That Jules is going to be really, really handy. So, Jaden, if I was you, bro, I'd probably be holding to Mighty. Uh, we'll go here, probably last question here from James Gilbert. And this one's going to probably be pretty pertinent to everybody that owns these guys. But uh, the Ali Katoa, is he a keeper? And he's wondering who of the five Melbourne players he's going to ditch uh, in the next few weeks leading up to their buy. He's got Grant, Grant King, Liero, and Warbrick. Just to ease that round nine buy, who a uh, shooter? Who these guys do you own, Barry, out of these five? Uh, five? Uh, I've got Grant, Liero, and Warbrick. So I yep. was pretty gutted I didn't get Ali Katoa, but I think he is bordering, what did he get this weekend? It was probably his uh, worst 30, game. Uh, 37. Oh, yeah. He had a pretty bad game defensively. He missed five tackles. Um, mm, mm. That's a good day I, for my homie. I think, <laughs> think Katoa is borderline keeper. I'd, I'd probably consider getting Loero. He'll, he'll sort of price out soon. Um, yep. Yeah, he's not far away. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm considering getting rid of him. Warbrick's good, good wing fullback cover. So uh, I wouldn't look at getting rid of him unless he prices out. Also, uh, definitely wouldn't get rid of Grant. I yep. don't know. I'm not answering this very well for you, James. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm an I'm an owner of, of Ali Katoa, maiden. I I'm really liking what I'm seeing. I did say in the preseason, I thought that he would be IPAP 2.0, and I, I don't, to be fair, I actually don't think I'm too far off. I'll blow my own trumpet on that one. Um, but for me, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hold Ali Katoa. I have Ali Katoa. I've got Grant, Liero, and Warbrick. So I think for me, the only one out of those guys I would be looking to offload is probably Liero. Um, yeah. Just, as I said, I think he's just about uh, hit, his, hit his price. And I think it's time to probably upgrade or, or even go up, uh, upgrade or even look at going down to, to raise a bit of cash. So, yeah, James, I hope that's answered your question. And definitely, I think Ali Katoa is someone you want to hold on to all year, right through that origin period as well. All right, everyone. Well, I just want to say a massive hey, thank hey, you. To, hey, oh, sorry. You know what I love. Oh, okay. You, you, kick us off. You, you kick us off, though, because I think you're in, like, the top 50, aren't you, Jay Warrior? No, I wish. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I had a good week last week, and I've backed it up this week. I am 983 with two players still running. I've got Holmes and Preston, so yep. looking for back-to-back thousands, and that's got me at 532, so Ooh, another good week beautiful. for yep. the Jay Warrior. So happy about that. Shooter, I know you've had a big week this week, and you're calling – you've renamed yourself Daddy again, I see. Yeah, so I've, at the moment I've, I've still got Preston playing, but I've, I'm on 1,007. And I've jumped like fucking sorry for swearing. I've jumped over twenty thousand ranks. Oh, I'm at at the moment. I'm at four thousand one hundred and ten. So, nice. um, yeah. considering going into last weekend, I was at like twenty seven k. It's been yeah, a yeah. it's been a good good jump. So. <laughs> uh, I have got still got Preston and Alamotti in play. Uh, I'm sitting on nine hundred and twenty seven. Current rank is 3,285, so tracking along good. Uh, pretty happy with the week. A uh, couple of duds that probably let me down. Oh, not duds, but just low scorers and Bryce Cartwright and, and Paddy Carrigan. Uh, had Sloan in the emergencies with a 52, so, yeah, a little bit gutter with that. But I think Sammy Walker was a, was a bit of a highlight for me in the 65 points. So so pretty happy with that and pretty happy with the progress I'm, I'm making. So, um, just, yeah. Just one last question. I... 
I, I thought we should introduce this segment now so that it might help me to be accountable throughout the week. What trades are you preliminary thinking about? Now, it's early because it's – but I'm going to just – I just want it on the record because it's like an alcoholic saying he's not drinking. <laughs> I, won't be, I won't be trading this week. I'm going to try and save two trades. So, yeah, barring injuries. Yep. Uh, to be fair, I – um, the only one I'm looking at possibly is Bryce Cartwright. I think he could possibly go back to the bench. Um, his B this week was oh, it was only minus one. So he's still going to have a single-figure BE. So I might actually just hold him and chuck. If he doesn't start, I might just chuck him in the emergencies because I ended up holding Tanner Boyd. So I got Boyd and I got Liero, um, who I can put in there ahead of, of Bryce Cartwright. Also just wondering if Zach Hosking is going to start again next week with uh, the talk of Liam Martin possibly back uh, and whatever the go of Luke Garner is. I don't know what's happening there, but I don't Have you got SJ Cobb? No, I haven't, man. Um, oh, you I, might be able I to was... Carty straight to yeah, save your money. Ah, possibly. What have I got? I got uh, I got 70K in the bank. Yeah, possibly. I don't think I'll, uh, unless I make two trades to get SJ, but yeah, not not quite sure yet. But yeah, just just maybe the one is, is Bryce Cartwright, just depending on his BE. But if his BE is still low and he's and he's on the bench, I'll probably hold, I'll be holding him and I probably won't make any trades to be fair. I just don't think I need to. Um, I'm lining up nicely for the buy rounds. Uh, I've got nine or 10 now for round 13. Uh, and then we go into round 14. I think I've got about 12. So I'm actually looking pretty good. Um, so, yeah, thanks again to everyone for tonight. Um, uh, just a reminder, the boys will be uh, live at Magic Round from Lefty's Music Hall uh, in Caxton Street, just across the road from Suncorp Stadium. So get down and see the boys from midday, some beers, banter and some laughs um, before the first game kicks off with the uh, uh, Premiership favourite Warriors versus the Panthers at 3 o'clock. So, yeah, thanks, everyone, for joining the pod, and uh, it's been a pretty big evening, um, and thank you very much for all your questions. Um, have a good week. Make some good trades, and good luck for round six. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks. Cheers, boys.